Welcome to Faith, Life, and Inspiration with Tim Andes. And today I'd like to ask a question that many people ask themselves, and that is, is a second job really necessary? Um, My title today is a second job question. And for many people, um, they, um, more and more in our society, as we continue on and as expenses continue to rise, it seems, um, people are uh, opting to have two uh, incomes, uh, whether that be the husband working two jobs or the wife and husband both working. And it's very sad to see... um, And in some cases, it's successful, but in most cases, it's sad to see families fall apart because of the demands uh, that come from economics that require a husband to either work two jobs or for the husband and wife to both be working. Now, to start off, I want to say that me and my wife personally were working together, um, and it was one of the greatest things I think you can do is when a wife and husband work um, together on financial goals or other goals um, when you're first um, married. It's a it's a great uh, blessing. It's the the time in your lives when you'll be your expenses will be the lowest ever, and your income can be your greatest wealth building tool. Um, many people might disagree with that, and they want their um, Um, wives to stay home and I totally see that as well and that's fine wives staying at home um, and as long as they're doing things and being able to be a help and ministry to others and they're not um, and they're able to do things around the home and not getting bored or having depression or other things that can creep into when a person is by themselves uh, a lot but giving that ability to uh, to uh, drive a vehicle around and be with other uh, other people is always important um and to in considering um, when a both uh, spouses are working uh, once um, me and my wife knew we would have children at that point we knew and we valued um, a stay-at-home mom not everyone has that same value or maybe they're in a situation where they can't afford that at this time but I really today want to question and bring a question forward of is a second job really uh, important or is it necessary in all cases because many times we put these burdens and um, what people need to realize is many times we've actually it's self-inflicted why we have to work a second job or why we have to have our spousing our spouses working, and I think it's important to realize the effects of that and the uh, the effects it can have on our family, our children, dynamics as we they grow. Um, there's just both sides to think about. And so when me and my wife were working the first couple of years, we really were able to save a lot, but we still lived on a very low income. And um, one scripture I wanted to read, first of all, because I'm all about people working and, and working hard, is in Colossians 3:23 and 24, where it says, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not unto men and that first verse is key there that everything that we do should be unto the Lord and and I've tried to keep that as a policy in my life that I be very diligent um, and what I do I do it with a hundred percent effort or a hundred and ten giving my all into that 
Um, and we're not trying to just make, we're not needing the pats on the back or being pleasing, even though those are, are good to have. And, and I believe in encouraging one another and having a positive energy. But it's also important to uh, realize if even if you didn't get that, the one person you want to make sure is happy or that can smile down on your life and what you're doing and that you're doing it with all of your abilities is the Lord Jesus. The second verse in Colossians 3 verse 24 says, Knowing that the Lord ye shall... That, the, that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's important to realize that our reward, we have an inheritance coming, which is in the life after, which we could go into that whole area, maybe we will in a future podcast on inheritance and receiving an inheritance and how when you have an inheritance, you might know it's coming, but there, there's not. You don't know the time exactly when you'll receive that inheritance. Many times, we don't know when our parents might pass, and then they have something to pass down to us. And the same with the rapture or going to heaven. We don't know when the Lord is coming. We just want to make sure we're ready, knowing that there's an inheritance for the believer that has stayed true to Him and has served Him faithfully down here on the few years we have on earth. So I would encourage you to um, listen to these next three things I'm going to give on ways to avoid a second job because I've seen so many negative reasons to have a second job, Um, though I do think that sometimes they are necessary. As I said, sometimes when both spouses work a little bit together at the beginning of their marriage, it can really help grow a relationship and as far as goals, setting goals and meeting those goals like me and my wife were able to do. It really brought us a camaraderie and appreciation also once she became a stay-at-home mom of the value of work and um, the value of a dollar and um, always thinking about that and not just being uh, spoiled, always used to getting what uh, they he or she wanted. But my wife was always um, very aware, I would say, of um, the expenditures and even now is today, we still work on a budget and we still work together even though we are debt free. Um, but uh, there are three different areas. There's many areas we could talk about on ways that we can avoid having a second job. And one of them is limiting our lifestyle. And this is a, a really hard one for most people to evaluate their lifestyle and say, maybe I have been living above my means. And God, I believe, has called us to a life of simplicity here on earth. Um, and especially, that doesn't mean we have to always be paupers and we give everything away. As I told my class this week, there are misconceptions in the Bible even where people believe that we're supposed to give everything away when actuality, God doesn't, God doesn't need our stuff. He just needs our heart. And so God's wanting our hearts, not all our stuff. And people, so there's programs and, and different religions and people that believe that if you give everything, then you'll get out of a certain place or you, you won't have to pay the penalty, you won't have to be penalized in the life after. And those things simply aren't in the Word of God or, or uh, can be found in Scripture. And so limiting our lifestyle, though, we need to go back to looking at are we living below our means and living simply or are we trying to 
catch up with the Joneses, which is our, our neighbors. And that's been a common term over the years, people saying, I'm just keeping up with the Joneses. And many people are, or they're putting on a facade, a fake um, uh, to people that are looking at them and they're, and it looks like they're rich or it looks like they have a lot of stuff, but in actuality, none of that stuff is actually, uh, theirs. So limiting your lifestyle is your, is the first tip I would give on a way to avoid a second job because most people actually have second jobs. If they were to do the math, and look at it the many times the reason they have to get a second job is because simply to pay for the lifestyle choices that they have made um, trying to catch up um, to others uh, uh, experts have found also that young couples within three to four years of being married have attempted to try to copy the net worth lifestyle of their parents who have who have worked hard over a lifetime of 20, 25, 30 years to get to where they are. And we as young couples will look at our parents and try to be within a few years living in a nicer home, having nicer clothing, driving nicer vehicles. And again, we've completely created this lifestyle and this false reality. And many people are are conned into it or are sold on it by advertisements that they need these this stuff and really it's causing us to have to get second jobs be away from family more so I really am questioning that the necessary the necessity of having a second job because it also um, goes into your workplace and it affects your productivity um, it, produ- it, it affects um, your ability in f- to be with family um, family time it all goes back to your values it's a lot easier when you're single to to be able to have these two and three jobs or two and three businesses but once you become a parent you have to have a major mind shift or even when you get married that now there's another person and there has to be time and quality time invested in that person or little children that will come as I have now had one um, little boy and I'm realizing I need to I can't just be go 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 um, and I can't just be um, trying to make the next dollar and realizing I'm forfeit time with my family, my wife, um, and my um, son. So evaluating and limiting our lifestyle is one of the first ways. It's difficult for many people, but many people would say it's impossible for them to live below their means. But I think if they were to just write out a budget and recognize what they need to do to get where they need to go as quick as they can, and if they really value family time or they value um, quality time with their spouse, that they'll work extra maybe for a season of time, and that's important. There's a season where we might have to work two jobs, but we don't want that to be a forever um continuing cycle for the rest of our lives because what we're really telling our kids is that work is more important than them whether we realize it or not when we're gone 12 14 hours a day when we're working two different jobs we're telling our children that work is more important than them even though this is a message we don't want to send to our children or we would never want them to feel as they get older and recognize this more and more that daddy or mommy is always out of the home your children can start to grow complexes and 
and also um, feelings of inferiority that mommy and daddy maybe don't love them. And these things might not, we know most of the time aren't even true, but it's important to realize that the decisions to have a second job or third job sometimes for the long run can really cause long-term, ever um, long-lasting effects in relationships, which certain relationships like your family are never going to change. As long as you're on this earth and this life, you're going to have your family. And so for me, I personally, since a young boy, have always desired that once I would get married, knowing I would get married at a young age, that I would one day have children as well, that I wanted to work as hard as I could with the time I had, um, and then as I would have my children, that um, they wouldn't be a financial burden to me or cause me to have to work two and three jobs, um, as that really can become hell on earth for a father, and a lot of pressure that isn't um, realized um, in this generation, but causes a a lot of mental stresses and other stresses that aren't positive and can lead to uh, real catastrophic uh, um, events in families and in lives of individuals. Uh, a second uh, tip I would give or way to avoid a second job is to evaluate evaluate your value at your current employment. So your main career that you're in or main job, if that's not if there is no way that you can live below your means and you're still not making it or barely making it, start to do. There's nothing wrong with doing a comparison in the market of what you're truly worth. So simply looking at your degree, looking at how many years you've been in that and how much experiences you have or expertise, maybe specialties you have in that area. Um, and then maybe have a conversation with your boss or employer about your value and how you would – you really maybe – uh, love the job and you would just like to see uh, um, what they think your value and what you bring to the company is because sometimes this can be very eye-opening um, for an employee when they talk to their employer and the employer downright refuses and even though you can show them all the way the the reasons why maybe you deserve a raise and uh, if they balk at it ultimately you have to be ready to have the next step to move on somewhere else so it's important when you're going through and evaluating the value you bring to a company that you also um, think about and pray. I would really encourage you to pray um, before you come to those hard um, decisions or those hard times where you have to talk to your employer about um, having to move on or um, um, wanting to seek um, what they could do to make you be able to stay if that would be their desire. Uh, many times this is the hardest part and many times also though um, um, employers might not know that your wages have been stagnant or that they are below the marketplace and so it's simply just letting them know or bringing some knowledge to them and then once they realize it they might you might be surprised at their response in many cases I've heard um, testimonies of people where they've gone to their employer and they've been like oh yeah I should have given you a raise a long time ago let me give you more than you've even asked for and so this is important when evaluating um, before you want to go out and get a second job or part-time or full-time job that you or have your spouse start working because you're not making ends meet maybe you just need to sit down and have a it's sometimes a hard conversation but a, a honest conversation with your current employer and and just talk about the experiences that you or how long you've been at the company and and what value you bring and and highlight those things and see if that 
if if the company would be willing to maybe um, um, promote you or find a space or area where maybe you can be of more assistance and help but also give you a little bit more benefits to help you to where you don't have to sacrifice time with your family or um, sacrifice your spouse being away from your kids taking care of your children during the day so this is an, the second tip I can give on avoiding a second job um, not that I'm against having a second job, but I've just seen so many times where the productivity of a person, their spiritual life um, is even harder to balance when you have two jobs. And it's just good to focus. We learn so much in school about focusing, and when you can focus on one task, you're way more um, you're way more able to do a good job on one task than if you had three or four because you're 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 literally being broken up into what you're trying to do and the more things you have the less percentage you are able to do that with your full capability so as myself as a teacher I've realized that to be a good teacher I want that to be my main job and as long as I can I don't want to have a second full-time job that dictates or uh, has an effect on my teaching um, so if that's something that you've been thinking about or wondering, maybe you first need to limit your lifestyle or maybe you just need to evaluate your value at your current employer and have that conversation and see what they would be willing to do to try and keep you where you're at. Also, habit, habits are a big thing. The third thing I would say to avoid a second job, maybe there just needs to be some change in your habits and a creation of new habits, such as simply you're driving to work or driving home from work and there's the Starbucks or the Tim Hortons or coffee shop right near you or little donut place or bread place and you're always going in there just out of habit and eventually you can ask a person, why do you do this? And they just say they don't know because they've just become a habit to them to buy this, do that, do these little extra things and that can cost over time. Uh, it's amazing too how having a fully funded emergency fund, which would be another tip I would give, um, can help you avoid a second job. Many people, um, over 60 or 70 percent of people, almost 70 percent of Americans don't even have a thousand dollars in their bank account to pay for um, unexpected expenses. So this again would be why a person would feel the need to get a second job is because they're not saving well. Um, therefore, they're not able to uh, they're not able to have something when something unexpectedly happens, and that happens a lot in our lives. Doctors' expenses come up. Um, we uh, have gifts more than we thought we would have in, in this time of Christmas and things. People don't really budget it out, and they don't plan, so then they go deep in debt, and it's like January, February, March. We're trying to pay off the cards. Uh, for the things we bought in December and the unwise choices we made and the habits we've really created um, and it's very sad to see but um, when people create bad habits I think of it like cancer um, and they start to spend more and they start to spend and they get this uh, spendaholic spirit on them I would say where they just can't stop spending and it actually starts to bring them joy in a negative aspect and it starts to negatively affect their finances, negatively affect their their time and now they have to spend a second job because of the choices and it can be like a cancer 
Whereas when a person makes a change and they realize they have this cancer, now they need to have a shock treatment or what I would say is like a chemo treatment and they need to start saving and it's going to take time and it's going to take a process. It might take three months. It might take six months. It might take two years, but at least you're getting the cancer. You're getting the habits out of your life. And so I would encourage each one of you to create these positive uh, habits. Start creating good habits. List down the thing because we all have areas of improvement or habits that we have that we could stop that could really change um, our finances and cause us not to have to get that second job. So having a fully funded emergency fund People always ask, how can I get that? Well, there's bonuses. There's gifts you get. Unexpected cash from a sale of an item on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or um, other areas where you can sell things for free. And people can buy those and then you can take that cash and stock up this emergency fund. A fully funded emergency fund, I would say, would be six months of your expenses. So if you make twenty grand a year, that would be $10,000 in a savings account. For some people, that's very easy to save up for or it might take a while. So I always tell people first before you get the fully funded, at least get that $1,000 in a separate savings account. So when you have the unexpected happen, you're not always so quick to put it on a credit card and then you're living month to month already and then you can't make but the minimum payments and then really most of that's going to interest. Most of this is common sense that people learn and in school they've learned and even finance people have learned about the effects of debt and they still go into debt and they still make minimum payments on their cards and they still aren't getting ahead and they'll go years where they haven't even paid off any of a balance on a card and they've affected their finances and then they start wondering why they need two jobs and then they have two loans they have loans on one vehicle and then two vehicles and the family starts to grow and they loan on this loan on that it's amazing how the ability of credit to get credit nowadays is so easy, but it becomes so hard to get out. It's really like quicksand, and once you're caught in it, it's hard to get out of. So I encourage you, don't always think you need a second job. Don't always think it, maybe that's the answer. I think the real answer is limiting our lifestyles, evaluating what our actual value at our current career employment is, and having that fully funded emergency fund. If you could do those three main things, I think you would be able to avoid a second job. So I encourage you. It says also in the Bible in Ecclesiastes 5.19 that every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth, which I'll just stop right there because it says riches and wealth and many people seize up and they say they're not rich and they're not wealthy. Well, you're wrong. If you live in North America and you make more than $20,000, you are in the top 5% of the world's population income earners. And that is an eye-opener because people want to say, oh, most people are poor, we're very poor, but really no one in North America is poor unless you're living well below poverty. Uh, We're rich and we are actually wealthy when compared to the rest of the world. World's wealth. And in the Bible, it says, Every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth, which I would say everyone that would listen to this podcast, where we have riches and we have wealth, we have material things, that's true. He has given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. And we can rejoice in our labor. This is a gift of God. And God has given us this gift. He's given us a gift, an ability to work. Every gift 
is from God. The breath we have is from God. The, the hair we have, um, the eyes, the, the hearing, ability to hear, all these are gifts from God. And we want to be able to rejoice in that. But don't let the devil steal your joy, steal your family time, steal your values, so then one day you live your life full of regrets. I encourage you to reevaluate and realize that there's joy, great joy in serving the Lord. And if you can get that one job that you can do well in, um, that doesn't sacrifice your family too much, that doesn't give up quality time in quality areas, then your, your relationship with your spouse will be better, your relationship with extended family will be better, your relationship with your kids will be better, and these are long-lasting. Your money will go, your job, your, your company could go upside down next year, and in January you get a pink slip. But we shouldn't define ourselves on our economics and I encourage you that we try to really evaluate if a second job is really the answer or is it changing our lifestyle is it maybe learning how to spend better as one man once said Henry Thor he said almost any man knows how to earn money but not one in a million knows how to spend it and if you really think about it it's so true so many people know how to make money but they don't know how to spend it. And there's been many stories where I've heard of people that make $120,000, $160,000, and they still barely make it month to month. I'd say that person needs to limit their lifestyles. That person needs to evaluate uh, their employment. And that person needs to get on a fully emergency uh, having a fully emergency funded emergency uh, fund that they can have to then help when those emergencies come up instead of depending on uh, Master MasterCard or uh, which is funny MasterCard it is truly the master over you or discovery or freedom which is a paradox the freedom card it's not truly freedom debt is not freedom it brings bondage it says in the in the Bible that the borrower is slave to the lender. It says it right there in Proverbs, and I encourage you to look at that verse and think about all the debts you've had or the, the, the big purchases that you've made over the years, and think of the regret that's come with them when you've had to go into debt and you've been paying interest on them. There's not a lot of satisfaction that comes from buying things, knowing when you went into the deal that you couldn't even afford it. So I encourage you, don't always think you need a second job, but maybe it's time to evaluate what I'm earning, what I'm bringing in, we need to know that. So that's sitting down, find out exactly how much you make, and then let's find out where is the money going. Because a lot of people want to say, show me the money and show me the cash, and they've got it in the bank, and they're making 6000 or 8000 a month net pay um, after taxes and all that, but they can't barely find a way to make it. It's simply sit down for 30 minutes or one hour and find out where all the money is going. Find out where you're spending the, 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 the talents or the things given to you that God has entrusted you. He's wanting to see that you are faithful in it. So I encourage you, sit down this month. This month of December is a good month. Coming into a new year, evaluate your past year spending. Sit down and have a reality uh, check conversation with your wife. And have goals together for the new year, looking into January. Set up these goals, and maybe I'll be talking about that more in the future. And it's time to get rid of the cancer, and maybe it's time to go on a chemo treatment. Maybe it's time to get rid of the cancer in your life. 
And I encourage you, if you've heard this podcast today, that you would look and take time to look at the values you have. The Word of God should be our main value. And that value that we have for the Word of God, then we want to pass that, that value we have for our spouse who we marry and then also for our children that we'll be raising in this earth. We don't want to waste time while they're on this earth growing up. We don't want to miss the opportunity to deposit eternal things and, and, and be able to be God to our children as fathers. And I can only speak from a father's perspective, but also my wife, knowing that she wanted to be a mother, I valued that. And that's why I have said no, even though my wife could make three or four times as much money as I am currently making, I have said no to her being a a working mom. So I encourage you to evaluate. If your family has two incomes coming in, that's fine. I'm not against two incomes, but you need to also reevaluate why do you have the two incomes. Is it because your lifestyle has become way – you've grown out of the pants that you should be able to wear? Or are your habits creating um, you to spend way more than you you should? Or are you being peer pressured um, and like most people, just going and living way beyond your means? These are questions, honest questions I want you to ask yourself. And I hope that this podcast has been an encouragement. Please email me. Let me know. Um, We've had several people letting me know how they've been encouraged by the the podcast and what they've heard. And also helping them make decisions in life. Um, Just really making us realize that we need to be more dependent on Him our Lord Jesus, and less dependent on ourselves. So I encourage you, and I ask that you'll have a, um, pray that you'll have a wonderful day, and ask that you'll continue to encourage one another, and as we go through life, that whatever we do, we want to do it as unto the Lord. Bless you, and have a wonderful Christmas holidays, and I'll be back next week, the 19th of December. I'll have one last message for you before probably we go into the new year. Um, so I pray God bless you and I maybe I could just give a little prayer whether you're in your vehicle listening to this or at in your home or you're walking and you're or running let maybe we could just uh, meditate or think about in prayer Lord Jesus we just thank you for the opportunity that we've had to share the good news of your word and your word does not set a person in bondage or captivity, Lord, as many people view uh, uh, Christianity as as bondage. But Lord, Christianity is freedom, Lord, and true Christianity is is loving one another and living for others, Lord. And we pray, Lord God, that each one that's hearing this podcast and the sound of this voice, Lord, would recognize, Lord, that that maybe we need to reevaluate our second job that we have or the time spent away from family and. Really start to hone in on the main thing, which is preparing for the rapture and preparing to go home. Getting our family home uh, ready for, for that time, Lord, and applying the token in our families. We pray, Lord God, that this would be the heart's desire of everyone that would hear this, whether young couples or a uh, young person, Lord, that they would reevaluate themselves going. They have their whole future ahead of them, Lord. I pray that they would limit limit their lifestyle and not look to for the big shiny objects but that they would be a person of perseverance perseverance and patience we love you lord and we pray you'd be with each one that's been hearing this podcast hope it's been edifying and uplifting and encouraging them in the faith and in life and hoping that our inspiration will always be from you 
Uh, we love you, Lord, and we thank you for this time. May you bless each one that's here, heard us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day, and I want to leave you off with this short song.
Amen. God's power is truly alive, and I encourage you to uh, continue on believing. And if you have unsaved loved ones, that God would restore them and bring them back to Him. He won't lose one of His children or sheep. He's a good shepherd and a good, good father. And we look forward to uh, joining with you again next week. Just a reminder, if you uh, haven't heard last week's podcast, we talked about the importance of a will. And if you would like your free copy, you can pick that up. Um, You can just email me and I will send you over the documents that you need, the information and username, password info that you need for that. And it's 100% free. So hope you have a great day and hope you enjoy this podcast if you're able to listen to it all the way through. I'd love to hear from you what something that maybe you interest you or something that um, you would like me to maybe expound on next time. Or if you have any questions, you can also do that as well as there came in an email right there for um, a question for um our podcast so we read those questions and once in a while we'll uh try and uh maybe once a month or so answer some of the questions that come in if i can compile them and put some of them together that uh that are uh useful for people that kind of goes along with what we're uh with what we're uh, talking about so uh if you feel free to email me at t andy's podcast uh that's t andy's a n d s podcast at gmail.com and I will get back to you and answer you as soon as I can either via email or uh, via voice message um, I do that as well or video conference calls are always welcome I haven't started doing those yet but I might do that in the near future so hope you have a wonderful day and uh, God bless you <laughs>